All right. Inappropriate Earl is back. Back in the house. We've had a lot of comedy store legends lately. Uh, Troy Conrad, the legendary photographer whose photo exhibit is uh, adorns the hallways now of the uh, main room lobby. Sophie Cooper, everyone's favorite waitress, or one of the favorite waitresses there. Uh, I don't want to piss off the other two waitresses who listen to this podcast and of course this uh, and brian moses the creator of roast battle uh, one of the creators i don't want to get sued it's the whole thing with that show that's <laughs> still uh you know show should have been on the air a year and a half ago uh it's a, and today we it's a it's a rare um a rare podcast tonight is a big show at the comedy store the roast battle big i mean this is going to be one of the bigger shows uh, done to date, and I have on my couch uh, the one of the great roasters, number seven in the top fifty, and probably should be higher. I don't know who's doing the rankings. These rankings are very arbitrary. Oh, the rankings are meaningless. They really are. But uh, he's a good friend of mine, and you only roast the ones you love. And I can assure you, I would not have devoted the time to this gentleman if I didn't love him as a person, as a comic, and just a dude. Please put your hands together for the one, the only, Mr. Joe Dosh. Hi. You are the queen of mean. Oh, I, I, that, that means a lot to me. And everything you just said about me, Earl, and, and you know, I, I want you to know I feel the same way about you, buddy. So well, I'm really true. looking forward to tonight. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, with Roast Battle, I only want to take on the best. Yeah. Is it likewise? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm one of the best. I would say... Don't uh, sell yourself short, Earl. No, this isn't like trying to get into your head. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think uh, I think I'm number 10 in the rankings, mm -hmm. and I'm probably the worst jo roast joke writer in the top don't 10. Don't stop it. No, I mean that. Worst joke. But I think I'm probably the best performer. Like, okay. roast performer. All right. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Because I oversell my jokes. Because I have to. Yo, stop it. Stop. I'm telling you stop, right now. Stop fishing for compliments. I know this. <laughs> I know. Stop, stop playing the bad girlfriend. Tell me I'm pretty game. Or I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you will have jokes tonight where people will remember them tomorrow. I remember a number of your jokes. I will have jokes tonight where people may not remember them, but they're like, remember when he did this? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I think I think I'm I honest. You. Yeah. I think I'm on board, I think, with what you're saying. You know, I think uh, in my two battles with Keith and Olivia, probably my two toughest battles, Right. Uh, I had maybe one memorable joke. I wasn't uh, wasn't there for Keith. I was there for Olivia. And I do, let me tell you, I do remember black on blackfish crime, which was, uh, that was one for the ages, let me tell you. That was a bonus joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I learned a lot from Olivia, and I want to get into this mm -hmm. with you. We're going to get into your stand-up. Sure. And all that good stuff. And I am done writing for you. So this is not a fishing expedition. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, I think some people would think, all right, let me get some more info. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out writing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I would say I learned a lot in my battle with Olivia. What I love, what she does is she turns her biggest weakness into her strength. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think she's fat, but. No, not at all. For the roasting show, she will be addressed as such. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she's a very pretty young lady. Oh, actually. she's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, but, you and know. young, very young. You know, it's 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 really is kind of the old thing. Like if you're not uh, 
you know, if you're not ashamed of something, no one can shame you about it, you know? Yeah, really. I yeah. think you got to own it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, with, I mean, you know gay jokes are coming. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's a fair assumption. <laughs> I know age jokes are coming. Because yeah. I'm, I think I'm the oldest roaster if you eliminate Dana Snow. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice. I hope he keeps battling. Which, by the way, when I was when I was stalking your Facebook to you know write jokes on you, I saw that you put your real age on there, which I found very brave. Absolutely, yeah. like you just said, <laughs> if you're not ashamed of it, exactly. Because I might be 47, but I'll look better tonight than anyone in that shit. Now, box. That now that is a fucking that is a statement for the ages. That is absolutely true. But you, I mean, you know, I'm kind of kidding, but like, you know, there's, I'm not, <laughs> well, there'll be comics in their, in their twenties tonight who look like, you know, they're older than Dana Snow. That's so. true. Okay. I've tried to <laughs> poor Dan Nolan, I know. Well, Dan, <laughs> but Dan, Dan, he's another guy yeah. like heroin addict. Mm-hmm. He knows the jokes are going to be coming and he turns it into a positive. Yeah. That's Pat right. Barker. I, I mean, once again, he's not fat, but like he'll, he'll be addressed as such. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, balding. If you're balding, that's gonna be hit. If Which I am balding a little bit. I don't think so. Uh, it's coming. I mean, it's... I got a little bit. I mean, I have no room to talk. I mean, no. I don't know what's. But you know, you have to own it. Yep, that's right. And uh, any, I mean, I'm almost asking you this. Not, mm-hmm. you know, like if you've been cheated on, that will be in there. Right. Uh, no stone is left unturned. Sure. And uh, like, I learn a lot from. Like watching someone like Connor. Mm-hmm. Like Connor can get the most mean-spirited joke about him. He just laughs it off. Yeah. He, Which I uh, find is the kid. <laughs> well, he does at the time. You know, oh, absolutely. Talk to him two hours later. <laughs> well, I think everyone's like that. Oh, yeah. Like what's the most mean-spirited joke um god someone said about you i remember hooper just called uh, hooper just called me a talentless faggot and that was like the punchline one time (laughs) that was my opener you want (laughs) i'm like jesus buddy you want to finesse it a little bit fucking well i think you're so well liked i i would say the top 10 rows well Mm -hmm. there's a lot of well-liked people i think it depends on how liked you are in the room Mm mm-hmm in terms of how aggressive you can be. Sure. Is it, would you say that's a fair? Um, you can definitely go too mean, I think. You think? I absolutely do think that. I've had, I've had shows not go my way for being too mean. It, here's, the thing, here's the thing with being really, really vicious. Like, if they're not on the train of it, they're not on the train of it. Like, I, when I battled Connor at Riot LA, I was way meaner to him than he was to me. And that was kind of a mistake in retrospect, especially at, like, Riot LA in front of a room full of, like, altier people. I think in the belly room, though, it would have been okay. Yeah. But even then, like, I was vicious to Guy Branham, and he fucking trounced me, as I recall. <laughs> well, that was like watching two girls, you know, like, uh, what was it, last week? Sarah, and uh, she's the really hot girl with cancer, or she had cancer. God, and she's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going at it. Yeah. I mean, it was like watching a fight at Michael Vick's house. I mean, it was brutal. Topical. So. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I got a reference tonight that is... Uh, God, all your references are like, they're, they're just like five years off, Earl. <laughs> oh, no, they're longer than that. But I own it. <laughs> I'm doing docking jokes last night on stage. <laughs> oh, Who the fuck you know, does that? You know, again, I was thinking, like, with, like, your docking references and your hair metal jokes, like, you know, given... Okay, so you were, you were 18 the year I was born, right? 1986. Uh, that's when I graduated high school. That's true. So that would mean you were into all this hair metal in like the early 90s. 
Right. I was the only guy still. Exactly. Into it. So like you were never not old and out of touch. It's not like you used to be young and cool and now you've just aged into this fucking aging rocker thing. Like you you were you were always like behind the curve, Earl, is what I'm learning. Um I can't you know, I have to own that. Uh, I literally this is gonna sound like I'm doing a joke and I'm not. Uh-huh. Uh, I've had my iPod stolen twice at the gym and it's been returned both times. <laughs> I, it's and I'm not bit running. It's like, because I mean, I have uh, the shittiest collection of music you'll ever see. But I love it. Oh my god, that's great! Rat Winger, uh, Quiet Riot. Uh, you know, not you know. When I tell people I like metal, they're like, "Oh, Metallica." I'm like, "No, no, no, man. no, 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 no." no. Yeah. So you're but, unapologetically you, Earl, and I respect that. You have to be, especially mm-hmm. if you're roasting someone as good as you or Olivia or Keith or, you know, uh, it, really anyone in the top, really probably the top 20, I would say anyone can beat anybody. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and that's I, not to say number 24 couldn't. Sure. I also think there's a little bit too much empathy. Like people, when people are getting ready for these, people get too wrapped up in like, how am I going to win this show? And it's like. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think concentrating on winning it is going to make the show funnier. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds kind of corny to say, but if you just kind of think like, I'm just going to write the best, show, like I'm going to give the best show I can. Like most, right. most battles that are my favorite, I don't really remember who won. I mean, like Pete, Pete loses a lot, but he, like every show he does is so memorable and great. Well, he was my inspiration for only wanting to fight the best. Yeah. Because he's, I think Pete's like three and eight. Something like that, yeah. And, but he's taken on people who aren't even ranked, like they're on like a secret ranking list, like the Hinchcliffs, the mm-hmm. Tianas. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, so there's like another rating system, which is wacky. That one's just, just as wacky as the. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's. Well, I don't think he's going to listen to this podcast. So, yeah. like, uh, the main event tonight, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Guam Felix is, I think he's five and zero. Oh. But if you put him against Pete C, and I love Guam, I would pick Pete, even though he's yeah three and eight. Absolutely, yeah. So the ratings, uh, they are a little wonky. Well, I mean, yeah. How can you put a number on art, man? That's what I say. Well, I I agree with what you just said about the show. Like Mm -hmm. when I went up against Olivia, I didn't think I could win. Yeah, because I thought this is her. She's coming back. Everyone loves her. Mm-hmm. She's the queen of roast battle. Yep. Star of the uh, short film or the documentary. You were wearing that awful fucking 90s outfit trying to be cool, as I recall. Oh, I, I had on, for those of you uh, not knowing what Joe is talking about, let me describe my outfit. I had a pair of Pharrell Adidas shoes, red polka dots, John Barbados leather pants, a Weezer t-shirt, and a John Barbados button-down long sleeve. It really bummed me out. It was just... <laughs> With Barbados scarf. Oh, God. You look like you were like about to crash your daughter's slumber party and start making like dad jokes and embarrass everybody. No, no. I mean, I, but see, that's my style. <laughs> you got to own it. How many guys at the comedy store could wear leather pants and look good? Oh, zero. Zero. I mean, I, I mean I'm... You know, I'm, I want you to know, too, that I'm not when I say you're the hottest guy at the comedy store, I'm not kidding. You know, I, there's no facetiousness in my voice at all. Like there's not even a close second. 
Well, if I was gay, I would. Uh, well, what? Are, and I swear to God, this is not. Are you uh, top or bottom? Versatile? I'm very much a bottom. You know. Okay. Yeah. I can, and I tend to date like really like a, like I date like cops and really like authoritarian men. Kind of, kind of. Freud works on both orientations. I'm realizing. So. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. go for. A, well, I don't want to. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really have a type. Yeah. You, you know, physically, I've dated girls across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, age, certainly age-wise. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> We're uh, aware, yes. I, I mean, I'd never... I mean, when I before uh, Olivia, I was uh, dating someone who was 30, and I thought, wow, this is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, me and Olivia just... I don't know. We just got along. The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> but I don't know what I want. Like, right. You know, I just... Uh, you know, like I took her to Alice Cooper and like she knew every song. <laughs> like she knew more songs than I did. So it was just a I think I date on a vibe. It's like it's like her white trashiness just meets up with your out of touchness. And yeah. You're the perfect power couple. <laughs> well, we were. We were. Yeah. We, oh, we, excuse we, me. We, no, it's all good. No secrets. Good. Uh, you know, uh I'm not sure what happened, but uh <laughs> you know, love is blind. Yeah. And uh but you know, she'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I might be the only winner of a battle wanting a rematch. Oh, boy. It's going to be, you know, bloodbath. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see that. But I got to get through you first. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. definitely not overlooked you. I've, uh, you know, I didn't go on your Facebook much. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I tried to, someone gave me great advice. I think it was Frank Castillo. Mm-hmm. Because I was struggling writing for you. Right. And because uh, I have trouble writing for people I like. Right. Like, I can't say you're not funny mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, good looking and, and like all, because you are. So it's like, I can't, so I have to almost make stuff up that I don't mean. Sure. Uh, which I struggle with because I like writing truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Frank was like, I'm like, dude, I'm coming up with nothing on Joe. What do I do? He's like, act like he's not gay. And then what would you talk about? Oh. And that helped. Like, okay, let's just act like he's straight. And, you know, so. That's the smartest thing Frank ever said. Way to go. (laughs) Well, maybe I'm setting up a future battle between you and him. (laughs) Yeah, it's... um... I don't know. I really, really try to, like, anything... Like, the best jokes, I feel, like, expose things... Right. Which was tough for you because you're a pretty, op- I mean, you're an extraordinarily open person, but like, you know, if you can like, if you can burn someone with the truth, that's the best. It really is. Cause then it's just like, and that's like, I don't know. I, I kind of have this relationship with my friends where we we're very, very brutal to each other, but it's never about thing. And it's just so, it's so great. And I've, it, it kind of, this sounds a little corny, but it kind of promotes like intimacy, really. Like if you're just if you're that honest with someone, if you can be if you can kind of get past the outer layers that far, then that creates kind of like actual bonds with people, I think. Oh, absolutely. Because I've noticed the, the people who've really burned each other mm-hmm. hard up at Roast Battle usually either are or become great friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Leah Kajanian and really anyone she's battled. Sure. Uh, I mean, she's an animal. Mm hmm. Uh, like I could never write jokes like her. Like they're so clever and smart and, you know, mine are just like the idea of like me, the idea, the idea of roasting someone that I don't, that I really in my gut don't like feels really 
Ugh, it feels really gross. I don't think I could do it. No, I wouldn't. It just it just feels ugly and bad. And we're just know. shitting on someone. Yeah, it's just not. It's not fun. It's just also it's like like I think of like roasting someone I don't like in the same way like I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to hug someone I don't like either. It's the same kind of visceral. Ugh, don't I don't want to do that kind of thing. You know, right? Yeah. Like uh, I I grew up you know with the Dean Martin roast, right? And I love those. Mm-hmm. I mean. Don Rickles could look at Sammy Davis and basically call him the N word. Yeah, that's, yeah. And the, it was like, wasn't racist at all. I mean, like, it was like, wow, that's they love each other. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I don't think I could ever roast anyone. I don't. I think I think people who don't get roasting, they don't get how people can be that comfortable with each other. Yeah, I think I mean, it's kind of jealousy, really. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and I think that. You know, like tonight, we're going to have at least five jokes. Mm-hmm. All good. Both, both. I, I, I don't see one bomb in the batch coming no. from either one of us. No, I don't see that either. Uh, I mean, I, we might just become the main event. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's just, I mean, I don't, you know, uh, I don't hear anyone talking about the main event. Uh, yeah, no offense, but yeah, I don't either. But they're great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, so it's and then there's Robin Trans on the undercard. She's oh, awesome. I didn't know that. I love her. She's battling April Lockshaw. Is, is that? Am I saying it right? One of my favorite Robin jokes was Robin to Connor saying, "You are the cunt I wish I had." <laughs> which and what you think? This is a transgender comic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Connor was molested. It's the, what's funny about this? Well, Connor's very molestable, you know. Oh, he's a great, great he, looking dude. You know, he also like I don't know. I've seen him naked a number of times online. He looks like he has like he looks like the only man with a birth canal. Like he looks, <laughs> he looks like he, he has like he has like child rearing Amish woman hips. Like he looks like he has a woman's center of gravity. You know. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, speaking of being naked, mm-hmm. like what I do before a battle. Is I get naked right. about a month before the battle, mm-hmm. and I look at myself upstairs in the mirror, and I, I'm like, okay, what can they make fun of? <laughs> That's like a reverse Patrick Bateman. Oh, I'm, I'm very bit. Patrick Bateman. Yeah, I can see that by your lifestyle. You're very, you know. I really am. Yeah. I identified with that movie so much. I love that movie. Uh, I mean, I can watch it over and over again. It's like, this is me, minus the murder. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking mud pack in the morning, mm-hmm. the, the almond scrub uh, right. with no alcohol, uh, you know, and just the vainness of uh, being in your own world and not caring about anybody else. Oh, I love that. He liked Huey Lewis. I like rat. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And you then, You're like a trashy Patrick Bateman. I I'm yeah. really am. <laughs> I'm a white trash Patrick Bateman. And, uh, you know, I watch porn. I've watched porn while making dinner reservations mm-hmm. um i think it was that same one inside lydia's ass <laughs> while i'm doing crunches no i oh god i'm gonna go home and beat off to this please this do tremendous. yeah uh and and then once i look at myself naked and go okay because would you say that uh, there's you know there's the like you said the truth hurts so mm-hmm. like if your girlfriend just broke up with you or, or you broke up with her or she cheated on you. Right. There's the visual jokes and then there's the backstory jokes. Right, right. Um, and then, you know, I would say the key, and you tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is like on our battle tonight, we'll probably have the same number of great jokes. Yeah. 
it's the rebuttals that win the battle to um, me. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, I think sometimes a rebuttal can, you know, like a well, a really well placed rebuttal can uh, really kind of carry you through something. If, um, yeah, yeah, something a joke that's not so great with that's a response to something can really, really flip on someone because it's like you're deny, it's like you're denying the legitimacy of whatever they just said to you. You know what I mean? It's not like they hit you and you hit them. If you get a good, you know, if it, it, it like it def- rather than like, oh, I punched harder than you. It's like a good rebuttal can be like, oh, you didn't hit me at all. You know, that, well, that's what I love about like Connor. Like, yeah. You know, I think someone landed a pretty hard molestation joke on yeah. him and he just looked at him like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I probably the most, uh, the greatest, uh, kind of rebuttals mm-hmm. I've ever seen were Olivia against Ashley. And Ashley Barnhill's a top roaster. I mean, she's like, you know, high up the food chain in the roasting world. Uh, and, uh, you know, Ashley had some, you know, pretty straight ahead fat jokes. Yeah. And Olivia maybe had the greatest rebuttal I've ever heard in that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what uh, Ashley's, you know, fat joke was, but Olivia just looks at her and goes, you're just jealous my sweater has more material than you. Ooh. <laughs> and That's really funny. I, like, I, I, you know, I'm in the front doing the hater thing. I just looked down. I couldn't, I mean, it was like, wow, that's brutal. I, I love stuff like that. I also love, like, I love, sometimes that it's harder to get, like, silly stuff through that room. But, like, one of my, my some of my favorite kinds of jokes, remember one time Jonathan Rowell said that Jeff's suing, and Jeff is kind of a pudgy blonde Chicago looking guy and John said or Jonathan said uh, you look like you pay a hooker to feed you pasta <laughs> I love things like that too and sometimes they're harder to get across in the belly room when it's when it's kind of firing and all cylinders one thing I think it was either you or Moses said to me like if you can like if the audience is into Boone at the beginning of the show yeah, it it's going to be a great show and I totally agree with that that's a great litmus test if it's going to be a great show or not and you know for those of you who are new to roast battle uh, you might not know who Boone mm-hmm. is uh, he if Comedy Central didn't sign him first I this show's done oh uh, I know he's a I'll uh, walk away from the table <laughs> uh, well I'm not at my age I, I'm uh, holding on to this show tighter than a five year old. Uh, <laughs> Boone is the homeless trans uh, something or other comic. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know if he's transitioning or what's going on there. I'm not, yeah, I'm not clear on that either. Uh, but he does the, uh, I guess you'd say the hype dance before the main event, which will be needed tonight. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's a, um, it's a weird uh, visual. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a 60-year-old man in drag whose body is flawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, you know, if you're from the Midwest watching the show for the first time, you're like, what the fuck is this? But if you're laughing, you know, then, you know, the incest jokes and rape jokes Mm. and, you know, I think Olivia had a joke about my parents dying two months apart. You know, you're going to go, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, you got to be open to stuff, man. It's not like, you know, you're not watching like the fucking man show with Rogan and Stanhope. Like you got to, yeah, well, you know, yeah. This is, uh, I try and explain this show mm-hmm. to people. And like tonight, I know uh, Negro Wave's going to be mm-hmm. in full effect. The, the Mean Boys Wave. That's right. They've got a whole to do. Uh, oh, I can yeah. only imagine. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then you've got uh, the Saudi prince and Omid Singh hating. Uh, you know, we might not even get to roast each other. We'll be so busy fending off werewolves. Oh, I know. Uh, and I, I believe mean, Keith Carey may be in a thong, which I wash my hands of. I had nothing to do with. <laughs> well, you won't be able to see the back end of it. No. Uh, yeah, no. And I know I've heard rumors of Connor's tire as well. But yeah. uh, and Eddie F's the judge mm -hmm. who I love. I mean, I wish everyone in L.A. comedy was like Eddie F. Yeah. But I don't think we we get judged. I think. uh I don't know. The audience votes for us. Uh, I have no idea. But. Which is uh, not beneficial to me. Yeah. Because I like to, you know, do the wrestling character. Sure, sure. I can't shit on the open micers in the back if I need their votes. Yeah. Well, sure you can. I got a pander. How pander. badly do you need their approval, Earl? Well, tonight, you know, for about eight minutes, I will. And, oh, come on. Uh, you got to burn that. You got to burn that bridge to shit island. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's already burnt. I there mean, you go. Uh, you know. Well, it's not that like we were talking about this the other day. Like the Palmers, the comedy store, really do. They really do glom onto you, and it's you're, you're too nice to them, Earl. Well, I you're am. Just, you're too kind and patriarchal and fatherly. You know. Well, you know, a lot of uh, younger comics they ask me for advice, and uh, I'm probably the worst person in the world to give comedy advice. <laughs> I've literally made every mistake you can make, uh, but. Uh, you know, I think the girls feel safe with me because I'm not trying to fuck them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unless there's a bond. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, man does not live on bread alone. <laughs> I mean, I like pussy. I mean, what am I, you know, it's like I don't like, you know. And, Olivia uh, lives on white bread alone. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Olivia. <laughs> Sorry, just, Olivia. <laughs> no, she might be listening to this. Yeah, I mean, probably. This, uh, well, this isn't live. She will listen to this. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not really talking right now, but we're cool. Oh, okay. It's, it's one of those things. You know she's listening to every single... Like, if your ex has a podcast, you listen to every single episode, and you just, you know... Yeah, but to, to be back. honest with you, I, 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 bl I blocked her because, uh, you know, I know when a comedy couple has a breakup, the mm. werewolves start. Yeah, yeah. Olivia on Facebook had a very funny post about... It's, she said, hey, can someone come over and fuck me? My pussy's something or other. Mm -hmm. And uh, Theo Vaughn tags me in the, uh. you know, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> so it's not, I didn't block her because we're not necessarily getting along. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, I can't. I, I just I'm not being tagged in these oh no you know about you know, her wanting to get fucked you're a man of a certain age you can't be dealing with Facebook drama I, well I can you've but got, I, you've got prescriptions to go refill and Metamucil to buy or whatever you Viagra do yeah I, hey listen are uh, you on the Viagra um I do take dick pills uh-huh which uh I take one one a week for maintenance mm-hmm and uh, it's not Viagra you get them at 7-eleven okay and uh you know, I mean, listen, this is a stolen line, so this is not my line. Okay. And I'm almost this guy's age, uh, the great Ric Flair, mm -hmm. uh, when it was brought to his attention that he was old, mm -hmm. he said, he's like Space Mountain at Disneyland. He might be the oldest ride in the park, but he's got the longest line. <laughs> and that's me at the comedy store. That's right, honey. I don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. I don't. Sing it, I bring it. By the way, do you know how many people leaked your dick pic to me? Like, I'm talking like 15 separate people sent this to me. It is a great picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're telling me. But it's not the biggest dick. Oh, well, no, but it just looks, it just looks perfect. It's for my body, for mm -hmm. my, for my height and weight. It, it's, uh, I've been told by almost every girl I've slept with, not every girl, mm -hmm. 
that um it's like the you know uh like the girl before olivia i, I don't want to say her name because mm -hmm. you know she gets a little weirded out right uh she said earl you have a caveman dick that just looks like it's meant for fucking yeah it does it looks like a, <laughs> it looks like a cudgel like <laughs> you look like you could like teddy roosevelt would walk around with it like speak softly and carry a big stick you know it's just i mean my dick has a monocle uh yeah in oh. the pee hole like it should be hanging on a big wooden door and you can knock, knock, it. knock. <laughs> yeah. uh so uh but you know I, people at i've told the story before but jeff richards asked me what my ex-girlfriend's pussy looked like mm -hmm. and i still loved her at the time right and so it really hurt my feelings yeah but, yeah you know when you love someone sure uh, you don't be commenting on your if i lost said, loves pussy. Yeah. yeah well i'd like you know a month after the breakup if you broke up with uh your last boy, hey Joe, what what's your ex's asshole look like? Yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, you know, something of that nature. Right, right. Uh, I'm I'm dilated thoroughly. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I've only had anal sex once, and uh, mm -hmm. it's not for me. But yeah, uh, and that was giving, by the way. Giving. I don't really. Okay. Well, it, it well it happened about maybe five feet from where you oh, are. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, oh, heavens. Right there. How uh, many times have you had this couch reupholstered? Um, this couch, if there was a blue light on it, would be lighting up like oh. the Vegas casinos. Oh. But it's I'm clean. I'm very clean. I though. thought this would be sexy, but it just isn't. Oh. Well, no, you're good. You're good. I mean, I have no diseases. Never mm -hmm. had a disease. That's great. Uh, have you? No. And I'm dead. once again, I'm not my... No, 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 no. Um, yeah. Well, if you're careful, you can have a good time. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? Oh yeah, please. You, this is so you you said a second ago. Um, you've probably made every comedy mistake you can make. What would you say? Like, what wh what do you consider your comedy mistakes? I'm curious. Because how long how long have you been doing comedy? Sixteen years. Okay, since two thousand. Right. So yeah. you didn't start in your twenties. Oh my God! I wish I did. Yeah, I mean, I'd be famous by now. Mm -hmm. Or what? I don't know what famous is, but like mm -hmm. I, you know, wouldn't be holding on to roast battle like a newborn baby. <laughs> Uh, but, um, I mean, I, I definitely probably the biggest mistake was starting at 30. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my friends who were all high level agents and managers, right. and I'm talking at the highest CAA, mm -hmm. ICM, William Morris, uh, they were like, Earl, you're funnier than any of our clients. Just get in the business. We'll help you. Right. Just, you know, get your feet wet and then we'll take care of you. Yeah. So that happens. In 2000, I had my first set ever at a Starbucks mm -hmm. at the Beverly Connection, and I was horrible. I, right. I had my friend had to feed me lines. I was like, forgot my three jokes. <laughs> I was awful. That's so cute. Brutal. That's my friend Eric, mm -hmm. who's now like Mr. Tony Robbins. Right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they all left the entertainment business to get into real estate. Mm -hmm. So I was just floundering around for a couple years. Right. And, uh, and then, like, you know, I didn't network at all. Well, that was my, I would say that's my biggest mistake. Yeah. Not networking. I don't even know what that means, networking. You know, because that's one thing I feel like I'm not doing, for sure. Well, you have to. Yeah. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, this isn't a shot at any one in particular on TV, but there's a lot of unfunny comics on TV. Or average yep. comics. Yep, yeah. Uh, I, I'll take that back. Mm. There's average comics on TV. Yeah. Um, but they work it. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Um, I mean, I remember one year I auditioned for Just for Laughs as a comic. Right. And uh, got a call back. 
and uh, I would say about 15 people on the callback. I, I would say I had the third best set. Right. And the two people who had the worst set, I mean, bombed. Mm -hmm. They got it. Hmm. So it's like, you know, uh, there, that was my first like real kick in the balls of, oh, it's not about being the funniest guy or girl in the room. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, it's not even that too. Like I might like in the few times, like when I go on the road and I have the opportunity to bring someone with me, like so much more goes into that decision than like, who is the second, who's the funniest guy and guy or girl I know, you know? So like when you multiply that by, I have a network and I have people to answer to, I can't even imagine how complicated it is, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, I can't, uh, I mean the few times I've headlined, uh, you know, it's, you gotta go okay i'm doing this room it's kind of a cleanish room mm. I, I can't take uh yoshi who I, right. yoshi's one of my dearest friends mm -hmm. uh you know it's just you gotta watch out for yourself at yeah. some point yeah you do i mean um, and i'm not like that but you know the last i would say year and a half it's like what not what's in it for me but like all right what am i getting out of this yeah i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with that i mean but it's just if it's not in your nature, I think, uh, like even battling, uh, I won't battle someone who's like, uh, I, I'm like, what's in it for me if I battle Olivia, Keith, mm -hmm. you, uh, Connor, uh, Omid, Pat? It's like, oh, I'll, I'll get the respect of the room. And if I win or do well, draw, or lose. But, you know, Doug Fager, it's like people, I gain from that. Yeah. But, you know, so uh, that's something I've had to, uh, you know, adjust to, like being a little more selfish. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would just like, I, I mean, it's a lot of work to do well, as is evidenced by, you know, some battles we watch. But yeah, like, I mean, I'm not, I can't be do. Plus, I don't know. It's just stressful, too. It's a hard show to do. Like, you're, oh my God. you're on the receiving end of like, I mean... I mean, I mean, you feel like there's like a freight train coming at you sometimes and you got to like duck out of it the last second and like direct it on to the other person. It's an intense show to do. Oh, it's you know? I mean, I'll be honest. I'm nervous tonight. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. But uh, just because I've seen every show uh, when you bomb in that room. Yeah, it's the worst. No, I don't I anticipate either one of us bombing. Mm -hmm. uh, but you never know. Like uh, when I battled Whitney Rice, I thought the best joke I had was going to win me the battle, mm -hmm. it bombed. What was it again? Lost me the battle. Um, I mean, obviously, Whitney's incredibly beautiful. Right. Looks like Julia Roberts. Sure. Funnier. Yeah. So she comes out, a one-piece, uh, I don't even, you know. Yeah, she looks great. Like uh, a one-piece dress, mm -hmm. uh, skin tight, <laughs> tits popping out. And uh, she said something about, oh, well, Earl, you're going to have to start taking Viagra soon at your age. I'm like... Well, maybe I wouldn't have to if your tits were as big as your nose. And I'm not saying it's like the greatest joke, but it's like, it's, you know, nice rebuttal zing. Yeah, she she looked way too good. Dead silence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, zero. Because right then everyone in the room was just like, you should be thankful you get to you get to yeah. fuck this angel, you troll. I know. <laughs> oh, I, bl I blew that one, but uh, yeah. uh, that was really fun. I remember that. Well, it was like, we just kind of looked at each other the night before. I think someone had dropped out and like, well, I think I battle? battled someone that night, if I recall. I think, you know, we were so nervous that we were in the parking lot the whole show. Really? Uh, just because uh, we said, hey, listen, uh, it was almost like how you and I are going to do it. Like, mm -hmm. here's my dirt. 
there's your dirt. You right. know who I fucked, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, and uh, we went after each other mm-hmm. hard. And I think we broke up shortly after. So, oh, well. And me and Olivia. I tell you, Don Barris, I must give the, the legend of late night Don Barris uh, uh, this. He said, Earl, don't battle Olivia. You guys will break up. I'm like, no, no we've, we've cleared it. So what I'm gaining from this conversation is Roast Battle has awarded you no success and ruined several loves of your life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Comedy Central, come on. Put him on. Please, Comedy Central. For the love Central. of God. Like, I don't beg for it's much. It's tearing him apart. I need... Come uh, on. I need... Uh, the man gives, and he gives, and he gives. I do. I'll be honest with you. I don't like to t- pat myself on the mm. back. But, and you know... I was around from day one in this show. Mm-hmm. I was there in the room with Kenny Lyon and Josh Martin. Oh, God. And I... they should be given... Listen, if that hasn't happened, this show's not happening. No one would have come up with this idea. That's true. Uh, you know, you know, I've seen a lot of a lot in that room. Mm-hmm. And I would say the first year I was hating, I saved a lot of those shows. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. But uh, Comedy Central's been very good to me. Good. With their feedback. Mm-hmm. But uh, my role is uh, has have yet to be undetermined. Yeah, you know. Well, well, it's you know, uh, it's uh, they have sponsors, right? And uh, I get it. I mean, I do think it's a mistake to take that role out of the show. Mm-hmm. But I'm also being selfish because I want to do it. Sure. Um, which is why I'm roasting a little more. Just go. You know, he can do that too. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, it, it's an amazing show, and tonight's going to be so fun. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. I'm very, very much looking forward to this. It's yeah. the, you're the the reason I like because I, I haven't done it since uh, I did Connor back at Ride LA, and the reason I wanted to get back in is because I wanted to like I'm I'm running out of people I'm close with who do it. You know? Yeah, so that's why I wanted to do you. Because then you got to like battle someone uh, like uh, like I'm just, I'm going to mention this guy's name. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if you're friends with him. Enemies sure. uh, like Mark Stevens. Yeah, he's I, uh, I don't know him at all. Yeah, uh, nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I really, I think I'm pretty much friends with everyone in the top ten. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say me and Leah are like incredibly close. Sure, but just because we're different scenes. But mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah. Uh, so, and then Tom Goss is nipping at the top ten. I love Tom. Oh, Tom's the best. I love Tom. And uh, he's very Olivia like. You know, he owns. Okay, I've tried to kill myself. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a Zodiac killer. Oh, yeah. And, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of really good, like, there's a lot of really good battlers coming out of, like, the OC kind of Long Beach area, too. They have, yeah. like, a really, they have, like, a grittier kind of style of comedy, I think, down there. Cause there's a lot of good rooms down there, and there's a lot of, like, good, like, bar, like, if you're coming up in that area, it's a really good place to come up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, people ask me, Earl, you got any rooms you could recommend to me out here? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, you know, I can't really think of one to be honest with you. I mean, I tell people to try and get on the the comedy before the uh, battle. Oh God, yeah, yeah. But even that can be a tough. Uh, even, even then, like they they don't. I mean, they're they there want the battle. Yeah, they really do, and you can definitely feel. And it, it's a nice room in that they're kind of open to whatever fucking awfulness you want to spew at them. But they're also like you are very. They're very much like okay, get this pickle off my. Yeah. You know, give me the sandwich I ordered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know, there's it's a weird uh, timing thing where if you can get on. Like maybe ten fifteen to ten forty five, they're kind of into the comedy. Yeah, and then right around that eleven o'clock hour, it's like, all right, where's the mean jokes? Where's you know, yeah, where yeah. the judges? Jeff mm-hmm. Ross, Chappelle, sure. So, and Ron White's a huge fan of the show now. Oh God, that'd be great if he could judge. 
Uh, well, I think tonight the judges, it's changed a few times. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Eddie Ift, um, Joe DeRosa. And Dion Cole, I believe. So, and that's like, even though they're not judging us, unless they change that they will mm -hmm. judge us, uh, that's a good group. Yeah. Dion Cole loves the show. He's uh, funny. I like and, him. Uh, DeRosa. He, he was one of, uh, you know... He was one of the people your your benefactor in comedy kind of chased away from the store. Am I wrong? Well, uh, well, Tommy, uh, and that's another guy I have to thank. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, which is crazy that mm -hmm. if I do get on TV as the hater, it will be because of Tommy. <laughs> How great would that be if Tommy if Tommy was just right all along and his plan for you just worked? Like he's like, no, I got a plan for you, baby. Well, and then, I mean, I'll I'm going to alienate you for 15 years and you're going to do an impression of me out of spite. And it's going to get you on TV. When, if Tommy was right all along because of this, that'd be so hilarious. We just Kaiser so say your whole career. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't blame him for everything, but I mean, I do think, uh, you know, uh, and I had him on the podcast, oh, you know, yeah. a two parter, which was fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I kind of started to like him, but it's like, dude, you were passing like the fucking lawyer was getting spots over mm, me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it all worked out in the end. Adams uh, loves you, loves me. I, I do have to say before we go further, like Tommy has always been very, very good to me. So Yeah, I, I mean, got, I, don't, I got no complaints about the guy. Personally. Yeah, I mean, but you should have been passed. Uh, oh, I, I, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I listen, you will be passed at the store. I mean, it just... Uh, I mean, Adam's like, you know, you know, we're friends, so I don't want to lay it on too thick, but uh, it's like spots are at a minimum up there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I go on one one thirty, and I'm happy, and like, mm -hmm. I guess my message to anyone there is be happy with what you get there. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it sounds like, like I'm a shitty, you know, Oscar nominee, but it really, like the fact that anyone would even consider giving me one of those spots, like, because for the love of God, they don't need anybody. That's just the thing with comics. Like they don't go, like they don't go away. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people kind of never move on. Like, and it's just like the problem with the comedy store is not that they don't have enough fucking talented people oh, yeah. to put on stage. That's for goddamn sure. I mean, they're adding like a 730 show now on Saturdays, which they never would have done under Tommy just to get mm -hmm. six or seven more spots to people who he can't give spots to. And it's always, and I mean, there's always, it's always packed. I mean, here's a question for you. Do you think we could ever get the store could ever get to a point where they don't have to do bringers anymore? I mean, it's tough, you know, uh, I mean, I, you know, I'm not really buds with the guy. I'm, I'll mention his name, mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to be a little more uh, mm -hmm. Zen in my, right. Uh, I'm not a big bringer show guy, but, uh, even though I'm hosting one tonight in the belly room <laughs> for Rose Val, uh, like Brian Marnark has found the system, of packing the main room you know you have you know you bring her comics and then dane cook comes and yeah uh you know it's 400 people i i don't imagine the comedy story ever saying no we don't want that mm -hmm. uh i mean i still but you know yeah i mean you know i'm not because like some of those shows are really good like they do and i think that's but i'm talking like the really shitty bringers that it's just like like the monday night the ones that break your heart you know like why is i mean it's tough it's like you know, there's a Monday night one that when I, every time I walk in the main room, there's maybe 30 people there. But that's 60 drinks. That's true. Uh, then so it's at, uh, let's say, five bucks a drink. It's just it's just really bizarre to me that like. Like that's such a necessity now, you know what I mean? I mean, I do see the uh, 
the comedy store eventually breaking away from them. You know, Hermosa Magic Club, mm-hmm. uh, they've never had a br- one bringer in 30 years. Yeah. And they have more repeat business than they know what to do with. Yeah. Because even, have you ever played there? Mm. I mean, I've only played there if I'm opening up for uh, Deuce Bigelow. Right, right. Uh, you know, even the lineups that are unknown comics, like guys like you and me, mm-hmm. it's like the crowd walks away happy. Like, yeah. They may not remember our names, but they'll be like, that That guy was funny. The yeah. guy after him was funny. Mm-hmm. And so they come back. Whereas, you know, certain bringer shows, it's, uh, it's tough. Yeah. You know, uh, but every club has them. I guess they're a, a way of survival. Sure. And uh, it's a great business to be in. I mean, uh, there's always desperate comics to do. I mean, I did them when I started. I didn't know, oh, that's mm-hmm. this guy thinks I'm funny. Great. Yeah, yeah. I'd bring 20 people to every show, and I'd have to wait till last and be like, why is he making me go on last? So, yeah. Because I brought the crowd. Right. So. Yeah, well, the times there are changing. It is so weird to me that it's like, we're in so-called like a comedy boom, yet there's just still seems like there's just so little money in it. You know? I mean, they're really, you know, you got to like Rob Schneider told me, you mm-hmm. know, create your own shit. You really do. And yeah. uh, I mean, I know people probably hear that and go, well, no shit, Earl. But mm-hmm. like, you know, I think it helps to hear someone like him who's, you know, yeah. high up the food chain. Yeah. Uh, say that. And mm-hmm. like, you know, Roast Battle's the perfect, you know, it started out literally six people in a room. Yeah. No TV, no nothing, no Jeff Ross. I think they even asked Jeff to, hey, will you come up? He's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think one week he showed up. And he's like, wow, this show's great. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the other thing that's great about Roast Battle is it's such, like a, it's such an antithesis to a thing going on, kind of like a vibe going on in comedy that I just personally really don't like, you know? You mean like the alt scene? and Kind of. I mean, I don't even know if I want to go that far, but yeah, kind of. I mean... Yeah, it's just like uh, I, I I I it sounds so reactionary and just hack to say like things are things are so PC nowadays. <laughs> they are the kind. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's it just it bothers me personally that like because like I'm a gay comic too, right? Obviously, and it's just like I don't like that. Th- like I don't like that. There's like a whole like. Like, look at, like, look at Robin Tran. Like, she doesn't need anyone to fucking protect her. She doesn't need any, like, she doesn't need to be anyone's fucking quota to fill. Like, she'll go into the belly room and kick fuck and kick ass with the fucking best of them. It's like, I don't, like, you don't need to handle us with kids gloves, motherfucker. Like, I just, I kind of want to just, I kind of want to just be equal and be a person in this thing. And it's like, I don't need anyone to be like, let's, let's showcase a bunch of comics from, like, I, I don't, I don't. I don't feel like I need that. I don't. I don't like it. It feels condescending. Well, I, I do think roast battle is helping bring <laughs> unpolitically correct comedy back. Yeah, which I—that's I, my favorite style. But uh, you know, like I draw. I got unfollowed today on Twitter by mm-hmm. some guy who didn't like a Bill Cosby tweet. Fucking. I mean, and like I'm not. I like either. I'm alive because of fucking not PC comedy. The whole reason I came out of the closet and like, and I do me. And when I say like, like my life was like either come out of the closet or kill yourself. Like I'm not being hyperbolic. The reason I was inspired to do that is because that, you know, that Bill Burr joke he does about going to the store with his wife and she like gets all excited. She gets all excited about buying a pumpkin 
you know, and how he can't like, like it's the whole joke. Like, what do you want to buy a pumpkin? What are you a fig? Like that whole joke about how he can't let himself be happy right. ever. Like that literally was like, okay, I'm not going to blow my brains out. I'm going to like, you know, like embrace who I am finally and just not care and be happy. Yeah. And like, he took some shit from that joke. He might not do a joke like that today. I mean, maybe, I mean, that's kind of a bold he statement. Probably will, yeah, that's true. But like other people would be deterred from doing that kind of thing. And it's like, look, if you can't handle that kind of thing, like, fine but leave it like for some of us it is a matter of fucking life and death so like if you can't handle it fine but that's on you you know what it is it's like no one ever wants to admit no one will ever say i just can't handle that kind of humor no one will ever say that aloud or admit that to himself because it's a fucking cowardly thing to admit so and but that is the case with a lot of people so rather than say like look i just can't handle that's too much for me i can't handle that i don't have the constitution for it they'll say like well no it's not that i can't handle stuff it's that this is just wrong and it needs to be stopped well fuck you no like take some responsibility for yourself oh absolutely i mean and that's i mean i don't want to overplug roast battle but like you look at some of the battles on that show, like two weeks ago, you had two wheelchair comics. Yeah. Just destroying each <laughs> Could other. Could you call them wheelchair comics? Well, I mean, what's. I uh, don't wanna, two wheelies are up there, fucking. What, two. Uh, squeaking around. Spinal. Yeah. Uh, spinally challenged. Uh, <laughs> but uh, last night, the one, uh, Greg. So, so look, two shit spines are up there, duking it out. <laughs> but they're funny, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it, you know, I. I Really hope that Comedy Central puts guys like that or girls, you know, yeah. Robin Tran and uh, well, I don't think the other transgendered comic, uh, Rye Silverman or Rye, is that uh, her, That's name? her name? Yeah, I don't I think she, she I believe does. she goes by Riley now. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Uh, well, you're done. There it is. <laughs> no, I mean, I was talking to Robin Tran on the patio the other day and I called her dude, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> not because she looks like one, right? Right, just like I'm. Out of reflex, yeah. It was just like... Call Olivia, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you don't. <laughs> I don't, but I mean, you know, you know. But I was like, oh, fuck. Sorry about that, Robin. And she, she looked at me like, it's all, it's all yeah. good at all. You know, but uh, I think Roast Battle is bringing back like the Archie Bunker-esque type of yeah. blazing saddles. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but I don't know. You know, hopefully uh, Comedy Central lets us, you know, let loose. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, I think if... You know, they take out certain elements of the show. It's just, to me, it won't work. But yeah, you know, I would, because people, you know, I don't know. I could see like a lot of like what this show is like kind of reminds me of like Tough Crowd back in the early right. 2000s, which, you know, kind of, you know, obviously got canceled and this, that, and the other. And I could see it's, so I could, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I were, I don't know if I were putting roast battle on TV, I don't know what I would think to do with it, you know, cause it's so like, I mean, it's, I, this sounds so douchey to say, but it's like, if you haven't been there, you don't know, man, but you really don't like being in that sweaty little box when it's just like when the hyenas are just out, like oh. there's nothing like it. Like, I mean, coach T who's like probably the, the real star of the show. I, coach T does. I will say this. Coach T does not get enough credit for how brilliant he is. Coach oh. T is amazing. I an mean, amazing part of roast battle. His musical cues. Oh yeah. I, you know, cause he, I don't think he knows what jokes are coming, you know? No, uh, no. You know, I don't have a rat joke I'm using tonight, but if I said, uh, <laughs> Joe Dosh is like rat literally a second later he'll have a rat song like yeah. I, I don't know how he does it dude I told Rich Slayton you look like you designed Smash Mouth's first website <laughs> on on the, on an encore joke or whatever and he just had it like yeah. that it's amazing he's probably got the best timing of all yeah. of us 
Um, and timing, I think, is that would you say, uh, yes, good jokes are essential and, and delivery, but to me, timing's the biggest thing. In the oh, world. yeah. Placement is really, really important. Because like, I spend a lot of time wondering about like what am I going to begin with, what am I going to end with. It uh, makes a huge amount of difference. Oh, I I would say the joke I wrote two weeks ago was oh this is a great opener. Yeah, and you know it, what I really love is the evolution of your jokes mm -hmm. uh, as it gets closer. Now I'm not even using that joke, right? Um, but uh, you know, and it's also timing of the room, like tonight. You'll land a home run line. I'll land a home run line. The wave will go crazy. Mm -hmm. The mean boys thing will go crazy. Yeah. Omid and uh, the Saudi prince. You know, so you have to wait. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of good lines get uh, nothing. Yeah. Because you're in such a hurry to rebut. Mm -hmm. But you have to wait. Yeah. So you yeah. young battlers out there. Yeah. Listen to daddy. Listen to daddy Earl. A dad, granddaddy Earl. <laughs> it's a whole new crop of youngins coming up. Oh, I know. So, uh, but yeah, if you, uh, this will air today. So if, if you're hearing this, come tonight. It's going to be crazy. Yep. Um, some great battles. Uh, but uh, let's get into your stand-up now. Okay. Because I don't think of you as a gay comic. I think thank of you just you. as a comic. I don't know why I said thank you. That was kind of Uncle Tommy of me. But I, well, I, it felt like it felt like ah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure you get labeled. Oh, he's a gay comic. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Robin trans a transgender. They're yeah, just comics. I dude, I I don't know. I don't need to like bemoan where I am too much because like I'm I've been really really lucky and I'm 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 all things considered I'm extraordinarily happy with what I am and what I'm able to do. Having said that, I feel like I. I don't know, man. I feel like I exist because like I'm not particularly like effeminate. I'm not like I am not like I'm not ant. I'm not, you know, like I don't want to mention too many names. Do but, it. Dude. You know, this like, is inappropriate. I mean, Earl, like, baby. I don't know. Like I'm like Guy Branham and I are very different people. Ty Rivera and I are very different people. And those guys are hilarious. But like, I don't know. Like, I'm not like I'm not a stereotypical gay guy in a lot of ways. It's also like stereotypical gay guy things kind of work them way in my act. So I don't know. I do feel like sometimes people don't know what to do with me. <laughs> I'm with you, know you there. I mean? No one's gonna put me on. Like I'm. No one's gonna. No one at Logo is gonna be like. Let's have Joe Dosh do something. You know what I mean? Would like, you ever go on RuPaul's Drag Race? Fuck yes, I would. So you would. I love Drag Race. I love. See, that's just the thing too. Like I don't look like I'd enjoy all these things, but I totally do. Like I'm the biggest Drag Race fan in the world. I'm pretty up there. Okay, what'd you think about this season? Uh, you know, I liked Acid Betty, and he. Yes, I, guess, I knew you. You are I, that. That makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Is it politically correct to say I, I'm not trying to be funny? Mm. I I, I want to say I liked him, but what? No, that's fine. Uh, be, yeah. uh, I I thought he was really funny, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, I uh, Bob the Drag Queen was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to the Drag Queens of Comedy Show. Nice. With my friend Annabelle. Mm hmm. Um, it was pretty funny. Yeah. And there's a thing, there's a thing about drag race. It's kind of like, I found to be really indicative of just how like culture and entertainment are going. Like you watch season seven, right? I've watched every season. Okay. So like, you know how like the popular opinion is like the Queens on season seven. They like, that was like the season of no talent. People called it. 
It's all right. Yeah, but like, I don't think that way at all. Like, you're going to tell me Katya isn't talented. You're going to tell me Violet Chachki isn't talented. That's ridiculous. And like the whole perception was like season seven had no talent and season eight was the season of talent. And frankly, like, I think like I would rather see just I love season eight, but I'd rather see just about anybody on season seven. The problem was, is those queens on season seven, they weren't very good reality show contestants. They're not very good like comparatively, like they're not very, they're not as great on a reality show. They're not as great on social media. So it's now we're at this point where it's like, it's like, what do we want out of our comedians and our entertainers? It's like, it's almost like, do we want them to be good at what they do? Or do we want to be like, I want to follow them on Instagram and I want to hear, Oh my God, Bob and Thorgy talk together. Aren't they cute? It's like, what do we really want? Like, I don't want to have a superficial relationship with these people. And that's to me, I feel like that's what like YouTube stars are. Oh, this is the worst. You know what I mean? And like they go and get booked on comedy shows and they bomb because that's not what they do. But people are like, oh my God, I saw such and such at the improv and blah, blah. You know, and it's so, it's it's really indicative, indicative of me of like what we want out of people now. It's like, I don't want to be a good person to follow on Facebook. I don't want that to be the crux of what I do. You know what I mean? I just want to be funny. Yeah, man. You know, like, but it's a different era. It's like, yeah. Vine stars, mm. Snapchat stars. I mean, I think it's uh, the quick, uh, not quick buck, but the the quick 15 minutes of fame. Look at yeah. me, look at me. And then, oh, I have to be funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't get it. But that's like, you know, the way it is now. It's mm-hmm. like, and I, I don't know about you, but I think it's, it's good and bad. Like, you know, anyone can make a YouTube video. Sure. You could, we could make one right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's the good thing, but mm-hmm. that's also the bad thing. Like anyone can make Kenny Lyon, and I love Kenny. <laughs> I love Kenny Lyon. He's listen. Me and Joe wouldn't be talking about roast battle right now if it wasn't for Kenny Lyon. But you know, some of his YouTube videos are a little wonky. Yeah, and uh, and it's the same thing with podcasts. Yeah, you have a great podcast, Mean Boys. Oh, I love Mean Boys. So proud of that. That's- What's a great like it like it just fits. Yeah, uh, you know, like this podcast is like. I wouldn't say it's 80s based, but mm. it's uh, complimentary to the 80s. And you guys uh, are, you know, roasted. It's like, I couldn't think of three guys who should be doing a podcast called Mean Boys other than you three guys. Yeah, yeah. It's me and Connor McSpadden and Keith Carey. And we do a lot of scripted stuff, too. Like, remember, like, old Adam Sandler CDs? Yes. We came up with, we kind of had the idea. It's like, why don't more podcasts do, like, scripted material like that? So I would say, like, half of it is, like, us fucking around and busting balls and playing games and stuff. And half of it is kind of pre-written material. Which is a lot of work. It it really is. But I'm really, really, because, like, and I tell you what, like, every time I write a sketch, it's always, like, I have so many sketch ideas I like, but they're, like, I can't afford to fucking film this, you know, with, you know, where I am. But, like, if I can just, if it's something I can just do over a podcast, it's, like, fuck it. Like, all these great ideas now that I'm, that I really like to have found kind of a home now. Yeah, I mean, you know, one thing I learned from Whitney Rice, mm-hmm. uh, she might be the most prolific YouTuber. <laughs> she cranks three or four videos out a week. They're all edited. I mean, right. like, you don't need a lot of money. Uh, no, you really don't. Maybe for props uh, on some of her more elaborate, uh, you know, like we did a Homeland sketch when mm-hmm. I had the beard and, you know, we had to buy, you know, a couple right. things for it. But uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, most of her videos are her in her own clothes and makeup. And so it's, uh, you know, but it's a good and bad thing. If you're as talented as she is, yeah. or you guys are, but uh, there's a lot of, there's not a lot of, you know, people out there roaming YouTube that 
have true talent. No, I don't. I but don't I don't think be, I don't think, think industries care. No, no. Look at the fat Jew. He's <laughs> yeah. doing stolen jokes and like a CAA signed him. Yeah. You can't get any bigger than CAA. No, Top you're... of the food chain. Yep. Uh, you know, but I think that's the last comic standing era of all I need is one or two minutes of comedy. Yeah. Which I don't like. I think that shows. And there's some very funny comics who were on that, you know, Alonzo. Yeah. Alonzo. 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 Eliza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, but. Kurt Metzger was on Last Comic Standing, who might be my favorite comic going out right now. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. But I like, he should be on that show. Ian Bag. Yeah. Who I've never seen bomb in 15 mm-hmm. years. You're right. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, especially in the earlier seasons, it was just comics who didn't have maybe 10, 15 minutes tops winning or getting close. So now they're headlining. Yeah. And then, and then they're not ready. Like they get like booked like a, Hey, it's such and such end friends. And they have like 20 minutes and you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't know. You know, man, it's some of these things like I'm one thing, one thing like, like a big, like, cause I'm like in recovery too. A big like recovery thing for me is like, I can't like, I just can't control all this fucking wackiness. I wouldn't want to, if I could, you know, like all I can really do is be like, look, I'm going to write some roast jokes with Earl and yeah. you know, however the audience takes it. You know, one thing that really helped me was stand up. One thing that was like a big breakthrough for me. I realized I can't make any audience laugh. Not really. Like you I don't, can't? I no, not, not truly. Then why I mean, do you say that? I can take them right up to the edge, but like, I don't, um, like I, like laughter is a thing they do. Like I don't send a signal from their brain to their mouth, to their lungs to make air go out of it and make, you know, laughter noises. Like I didn't, I'm not the architect of their sense of humor. I didn't put them in whatever mood they have that day. Like, I, I mean, I can push them right over to the edge, but if they want to like cross over that, that's really out of my hands. Like not if some, you know, so then, uh, so then when I say that, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just kind of free up here then. I mean, I can go up and be funny. Yes, you can. Yeah, I can go up and like, I can go up and do comedy, but do good comedy, but doing good comedy and like making someone laugh are like two very different things. When I'm like, okay, like the most fundamental part of this, what I'm doing up here is out of my hands. So then I just go up and do my thing and I don't worry about this thing I don't have control over anymore. Well, that's what I, I try did. to do. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you just gotta like, this is my act. Mm-hmm. If you're on board, great. Yeah. If not, I'm sorry. Yeah. There'll be other comics on the show. And I used to not be like that. Yeah. Know? I used to be in a room of 100 people doing very well. I see one person not laughing. I'm like, I'm bombing. I mean, but when, when I, and I used to be up there like, I have to kill. Right. I have to make you. And it's just, you, you can feel it off the person up there. It's like, it's like, it's like, imagine dating someone and they're like, this has to go well. It's repulsive. Well, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I doubt that. And that was on. me. So. Yeah. I doubt that. Any woman would be lucky to have you. Yes. I mean... You know, you would think that would, in theory, mm-hmm. that should be, uh, you know, the uh, prevailing attitude. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Sometimes I think the grass is greener. Yeah. And it's usually shit brown. Mm-hmm. On the other side of daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you at home could see Earl's body language right now. It really is adding to his little soliloquy. <laughs> Sorry, I, got, I was getting into my pro wrestling... Uh, <laughs> I have such a love of pro wrestling that mm. I have a hard time separating reality from reality. <laughs> but uh, now, what's next for you outside of roast battle? Like you, because I know you play Reno a lot, mm. and, uh, or more than just Reno, right? But, right. 
Like, uh, been on the yeah, been on the road a good bit this year. Now it's just sort of my big thing is like we're doing a lot with Mean Boys. We're going to do a Mean Boys live show down in Orange County, and I think we might film that as kind of a proof of concept for a show. Um, that really takes up a lot of my time. And now it's really like okay, you know, I think um, trying. Uh, I'm gonna, definitely going to try to like get staffed on something writing wise because I have a big packet of stuff now, a from Roast Battle and from Mean Boys, and that's kind of just what I'm doing. Also, I'm just sort of like worrying about like taking care of myself right now. Like I've got like six months sober now. That's amazing. Thanks, man. That's and that's just something I needed to do. And like that's been such a gift because it's just like our. Like if I'm not just like, I, I mean, I, like I decided like, I can't, I can't, I don't want to do my career if I'm just so hitched to all the goddamn madness of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I just, you know, I'm just going to kind of do my thing and I'm not going to be an idiot. You know, I'm going to fucking hustle as much as I can, but I'm just like, look, if I'm, I'm not going to wait for this fucking system of madness to like make me feel okay or not. It doesn't have that to give me. And I'm not just going to like play by that trap anymore. No, is it, uh. Like, I've never had a drink in my life. Yeah. Uh, and I've, you know, people ask me all the time, how do you survive in stand-up? I mean, I'm, we, we are around mm-hmm. alcohol, pot, cocaine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to me, I'm not tempted at all. Being mm-hmm. six months sober, are you, like? and I'm not signaling out the comedy store, it's right. any club, but, like, are you ever... Uh, is it hard for you right now to be around it? No, not at all. Because I, I mean, tempted. I wasn't doing a lot of party because I would never drink at the store. Never. Right. And I would never drink before shows. And I would be like, okay, I'm going to do all my stuff. And I would you know, like, and I would just kind of like white knuckle it through the night. And then I would go home at like 1 a.m. or whatever and then just drink. But I would never drink at the store because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to see me drunk here. This right. is, I'm here to work, you know. I don't like like when I see when I see comics I respect like drunk or high like in places like that I'm like dude what do this uh, you'll I, see it tonight yeah man it's just like because you know and I mean sometimes you know and I'm not a prude either I mean sometimes you're there to party sometimes you're there to work and that's okay but it's just like when it's like dude you're about to like go on stage and like fucking people are here it's like I that that never seemed attractive to me like a big moment to me where I'm like I have a problem I need to stop this was one day I was like I was doing a show at a winery and I was just really really deep into it and just miserable and I'm like fuck it yeah like I'll have a couple and like and that was something I swore I said I would never do like I would never drink before a show and then like it wasn't that I drank and then had a bad show it was that I drank and did well Cause then part of my brain was like, Oh, I can do this. And I'm like, this is going to go to a really shitty place. If I keep on this line of thinking. Well, I mean, six months sober is awesome, man. Thanks man. Especially in this uh, town. Yeah. And And I always knew it would happen to me. I mean, everyone in my, you know, I I have a lot of gay people and a lot of like addicts in my family and I'm like, and so it's always been in the back of my mind. I'm like, am I going to be one of those people? And yeah, I am. So, well, you're going to do it. I, yeah, it's the smartest thing I've ever done. Well, it is, uh, I mean, I, you know, to me, anyone who drinks once is like, geez, that's a lot. Uh, you know, it's just, it pays off clean living. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying you have to be a holy roller, vegan Bible thumper, but, Mm uh, you know, alcohol is just, uh, I don't know. Also, you you get to a point where it's like, I'm like, I'm going to be 30 soon. Oh, I'd love to be 30. Yeah. Oh, Oh. Oh. I think you look better now than you did at 30. You're hotter to me anyway. Well, I think, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. But then uh, again, I like older men, so maybe you right, know, don't well, listen to my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll fuck tonight. Yeah, I it. fucking hope so. I didn't write all these goddamn jokes for nothing. Right. Well, I, know, well, I mean, you know, it, it's, uh, 
you know, I I think uh, I mean I've always taken care of myself, mm -hmm. but uh, I think once you get a little older, you're like, all right, you know, I gotta like maybe moisturize a little more than yeah. I do, or um, you know, uh, stay out of the sun or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think Olivia had a funny uh, skin cancer joke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was never uh, just. Uh, it wasn't like a death uh, mm. sentence, but uh, I did have to have some things removed. Oh wow! Uh, but you know, I think everyone knows. You know, so yeah, I didn't know that. So I would have, I would have worried myself to death had I known. Well, she had a funny skin cancer joke. I forget what it was, but uh, you know, uh, it just goes back to no stone unturned. Mm -hmm. So tonight's going to be really fun. Yes, it will be. Um, so, where can people? find you on twitter uh i'm at joe dosh on twitter uh at j-o-e-d-o-s-c-h i rarely tweet but i promote my shit on there uh i'm also on facebook that's a good thing to find me also subscribe to mean boys on itunes and you can find us on our website meanboyspodcast.com that's me and connor mcspadden keith carey i can't overstate how much i love this project mean boys is one of the funniest things i've been a part of and i love it and you will too so watch it you fucking so-and-sos yeah support Man. that's how the podcast world works guys we all you would think i wouldn't want anyone listening to someone else's podcast you know we all support each other that's right it's like an ant farm of you know support and like it's like that commercial the shampoo commercial from the 70s i used to see yeah you know you tell two people they tell two people maybe two mean boys fans start listening to this and you know just you know how it works yeah so and then uh just, you're standing just an incestuous circle jerk of podcastery <laughs> well it's like more people should act like rogan i mean rogan really set the bar of you know you think here's the biggest podcast in the world yeah. by far uh -huh. and yet he was constantly plugging ari shafir's podcast yeah duncan trussell um the, the couple uh joey diaz yeah and then joey so it's like you know I think a few people approach podcasts in, uh, in a selfish way where it's, uh, you know, like I would love to have the mean boys on this podcast. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, that'd be a hoot. <laughs> be a ball uh, busting. Uh, and I am set oh, up for good. mics. That'd be a really good time. So, and then, you know, it's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. So follow Joe Dosh. And uh, I'll say this. Tonight, we're going to say some very mean things about each other. Yeah. And they say... Uh, you know, there's uh, truth in all of it, but, you know, sometimes you, you don't mean it. You just, you know, for the sake of the show, you got to sell it. That's right. And I'll say this, too. Earl and I are friends, and it's okay for us to bust each other's ball. But if any of you out there dare try to hurt gentle Earl's feelings, we're going to go 10 rounds, yeah. okay? And I'm not putting up with it. Yeah, and so if you don't have a number of 9 to 1 next to your name, don't bother challenging me. <laughs> Because, you know, I take on the best. That's the right. The very best. Only the best for daddy. So you roasters out there who are challenging your unfunny friend from Long Beach because <laughs> you saw them bomb at the anchor bar. <laughs> they couldn't, couldn't follow Joe Urell in that madness. Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, we talk about records. Mm-hmm. And in full disclosure, my first roast battle win, and I want your honest opinion on this, because uh -huh. a lot of people think my first battle win shouldn't have counted because it was against Boone Chakalaka. It was a very early battle. Oh, yeah, okay. Tell you what, anyone who thinks Boone doesn't count does not know Boone. Let me tell you this much. You go on, what is it, verbalviolence.tv? Yep. 
Uh, and there's another, uh, what is it, Roast Battle Tumblr. Something like that, yeah. Uh, but I think Verbal Violence TV is like the right. the, the updated. Uh, uh, I would put money on Boone against battlers 35 through 50. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because would you say, and we'll leave on this, because i got to memorize my roast jokes. <laughs> uh, would you say that uh, some of the harder battlers are the ones who throw out nonsensical like rebuttals or even jokes where it's like, how do I, what do I say to that? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's very true. Yeah. You know, like if I hit you with, well, Joe, you're a fag. It, that's an easy rebuttal for you to, well, Earl, you're old, which, yeah. you know, you know, it'd be like a tennis match. Then, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you, you know, I can think of like, uh, you know, Pat Barker had a great joke against Omid Singh of, uh, that's funny, coming from Slumdog Dog Bill to Bear. Bear. Yeah. It's like, how do you, like, that's almost an unrebuttable, like, yeah, you know, so uh, I think if you're, if you think you have, let, let me end on this. Mm -hmm. If you think, uh, you know, what bothers me the most, I don't know if it bothers you, is like, I had someone come up to me after my last mm -hmm. battle, after my battle with Keith. Yeah. This person's never done a battle. Right. They said, you should have done this joke. It would have been funnier. Oh, God, that's annoying. Yeah. And that's probably the same in comedy. I don't know mm -hmm. if you get non-comedy friends, maybe a family member. Uh, not so much, no. Um, but yeah, no, that's enraging. Uh, so if if you think, hey, uh, Joe and Earl was pretty funny. Maybe I could beat one of them. Uh, well, guess what? You can't. That's, that's, I, I, I can't stand people who just know what everyone's problem is and just know and like, like oh this they they just know every goddamn thing about whatever it is they're interested in except how to fucking do it themselves you know that's it, a massive pet peeve of mine. It takes a win or lose, mm -hmm. bad or good. It takes a lot of balls. That's right. You look at the eight battlers from Riot Fest. There's uh, Leah, Pat, Joe, Connor, me and Olivia, Guy and Sarah, Tiana, Keith, Hayding, mm -hmm. uh, and Connor as well. Uh, it takes balls yeah. to do what we do, uh, and especially like tonight. Because mm -hmm. I would let me ask you this. Yeah, I know I said I would end on this, but mm -hmm. I do think people want to see a good battle. Oh yes, they want to see you and I just tear each other. And they're apart. gonna hit one. Mm -hmm. Joe, you're this. Earl, you're this. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. But they, I think, to a degree, they want to see one of us bomb. Oh it yeah, gets the room going. Oh yeah, yeah. Or they want to see like I think we're two of the more well liked people up there in I that think, room. I think so too yeah. on that show. Uh, so it's almost like, all right, let's knock them down a little off their pedestal. Can I tell you? Yeah, I, I yeah, I could feel that a little bit. You know who I want to see you battle more than anyone? I want to see you and George Perez. I think that would be a great show. What do you think about that? Well, he's uh, you know, I will battle anyone. Like, goes back to what we were talking mm -hmm. about. Like, if it benefits me, I will do it. Right. Um, he's very hard. He's like a, and this, he's gonna think I'm already roasting him with mm -hmm. this line. Um. He's like a very high level boon shakalaka. No, no, from from the standpoint of he does uh I don't think he prepares a lot. Uh -huh. It's just off the top of his mm -hmm. head and the the lines make no sense. Like they're so like this man went to prison, man. Yeah, you so, fucking <laughs> you are dug in deep. Rose battles nothing to him. Mm. He's probably yeah. fought off two brothers trying to fuck him. 
So forget open mics. This He's done my, open gangbangers. Uh, this is some dark ass shade, Earl. No, no. I, <laughs> but I, it's going to sound like I'm like zinging him. I, it's just like one of the jokes he had. He said, listen, if we ever battle, I'm going to tell you a joke I would do on you. Mm-hmm. He's like, Earl, you look like Brad Williams grown up. <laughs> I've been called to tell Brad Williams myself. <laughs> it's like, how do you like... I, I, I'm sure there's a comeback. Well, you look like, mm-hmm. but it's that's a hard one to. I'd he's say, hard to rebut. I guess I, I would say George looks like the world's angriest Muppet. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't know what I would say about it. Like, you know, I would probably take it a little racial and go, "Hey, I loved you in American Me." You, uh-huh. know, when you had the rice in your mouth getting you know, pounded from behind. Uh, <laughs> I, let me see who I would like to see you go up against. I okay. Mean, I would like to see you go up against Tony Hinchcliffe. All right. Well, just because I think you guys, uh, the battle that never mind. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, oh, but, all right. Well, take out Tony cause he's not necessarily, uh, roasting, uh, in the belly room a lot. Mm. Uh, let me see. Cause that's the thing though. You know, with the top 10 now, the way it is, you know, you can't have the same people battling. No. Uh, because the jokes are going to get old. Right. So you have to almost go, okay, maybe uh, like me and Tom Goss would be a good battle because yes. we, we've not battled. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you and like, let me see. I'm trying to think of someone who's, uh, you know, I tell you a guy I would love to see you roast and he doesn't roast anymore. Mm-hmm. And not many people scare me in terms of roasting. You know, like, okay, yeah, I'll roast. Right. Brendan Lynch. I don't really know Brendan, but hey, I'm down. He, uh, I don't know why he doesn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just aren't, you know, I think Brendan's like a hockey player who's right. who's a goon. He's great at fighting, but he mm-hmm. doesn't like doing it. Right. Uh, he had one of the best battles against Alex Hooper. Uh, it was one of the jokes he said, uh, Alex has a degree in theater. I didn't know Monsters University had, <laughs> you know, just like, so fucking mean yeah. and brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, are you and Sarah Tiana would be. Uh, yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down to go up against Sarah as well. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, that would be fun. And uh, she's another one that just, you know, you could, okay, I fuck this guy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Who are you fucking her all? Nobody. So suck it. Yeah. Um, but there, I mean, there's so many good. Uh, that's the amazing thing about the show is that, you know, it's been going on what? Over two, two years, years. Yeah. and there's still battles for guys like you who've, you know, battled everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. you have a great fight card. Uh, you know, Pete C would I wouldn't mind going up. That would be, you and Pete C would be phenomenal because we knows all. I mean, he he knows a lot of dirt on me. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he would dig deep into the well. And uh, let me see who else would I like to see you battle. Uh, so uh, you know, I'd like to see you know. Some of the judges I'd like to, you know, I'd like to see Joe DeRosa step into the ring. Oh, that'd be fun. I mean, I've seen him in Montreal, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you and him would be good. I think that would be fun, yeah. And he's super funny. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling uh, you and me will not necessarily be uh, joining forces tonight, but uh, we will uh, be attacking uh, the same people. I think so, too. At, uh, I'm, so, not, I'm not in the mood to take any guff. 
from anyone but you, Earl. Tell you that. Well, that's how I, uh, I if someone starts singing me that's not on that stage, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't think I scare people, <laughs> but I think you saw at Riot Fest, uh, if you ain't on that stage, if your name wasn't Olivia Grace and you were singing me, it's on. Dude, yeah, I fully believe in singing the judges. You know, yeah, you know, I play. Who nice the things. fuck are you, people, to yeah. fucking look down your nose at me, you middles? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if you were so big, yeah, you wouldn't be judging me right now. Yeah, that's for goddamn sure. Um, but uh, you know, I think that, but that it, that's another great thing about the roast battle mm-hmm. is like tonight. You know, uh, the wave will be crazy. The mean boys will be crazy. Yep. I know Cena or the Saudi Prince. Yeah, and Omid will be. Uh, you know wanting to take shots at us right but uh you know i try when i'm hating not to take shots at the the roasters right because i think that's kind of unfair but you know everyone hates differently yeah. so uh, <laughs> no one hates like you well i think you know you've been at the haters table and done a yeah. fine job uh you know it's uh we're the pepper on the steak that's correct yeah so too Go much on. pepper Steak doesn't taste good. Yeah. So keep that in mind, Omid mm-hmm. and uh, Saudi Prince. But the Saudi Prince always kills. Omid's great. Uh, Pat, I mean, all the haters. I must shout out to uh, Tom Goss, Pat Barker, uh, Omid, uh, Keith, Connor, and uh, Cena. Saudi Prince. Uh, it's it's a tough job. Yeah. It's not. It, I think it's the toughest job in the room. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I agree. Because his roasters, like you know. You have a vague idea of what I'm going to say. Oh, sure. Uh, I have a vague idea, you know, uh, of what you might come up with. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not easy to prepare for, but... Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know what Cena and Omid are going to say. No, no, no. I mean, I could guess it'd be like, hey, this stage looks like, you know... And I fucking can... two white guys yeah, doing yeah. We got a fag and a guy in the closet, and then we have Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah, You know, or what, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's... And then DeRosa, you know, I'm... <laughs> Let it out. Let it out, Earl. No, no. I'm I know. Saving it. Okay. I'm not peeking. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Joe listens to the podcast anyway. But uh, oh, no. So, guys, like I said, you roast the ones you love. Yeah. Uh, there's a handful of people I would do this against. And uh, so, Joe Dosh is the man. And uh, Thank you, honey. to be sober in LA comedy, it's tough. I can tell you, as someone who's never had a drop or drug in his life, uh, it's tough. You wear around it constantly. So he should be applauded for that. And uh, I don't know if I'll put it that way tonight mm-hmm. for a couple minutes, but uh, Joe's the real deal. So the mean boys, follow them, Connor and Keith. And uh, this uh, battle tonight will be epic. Thank you, Brian Moses, the matchmaker, Jeff Ross, Comedy Central. And we might do a recap next week. Me and yeah. Joe might come back. Well, maybe, yeah. Back for more, as Rat would sing about. Oh, God. Got to end on a Rat reference. Oh, just, just kicking it with the young people, aren't you, Earl? Speaking of which, uh, this podcast is sponsored by the singer from Rat's company, at Mike Knuckles. <laughs> Go on Twitter, M-I-C, the word Knuckles, buy a pair. And for all you hockey players out there, ProStockHockey.com for the finest in hockey retailing gear. And thank you to Stevie Rochelle for providing the music for Inappropriate Earl. Check out his band Tough, T-U-F-F. You think I'm holding on to the 80s. Stevie's got a death grip on it. 